What is common sense? And what are the benefits and dangers of using it in determining truth? Welcome back to Bearing Up. Uh, we're uh, going to have a, a discussion today on an uh, important topic uh, outside of the series that we have on seeing God in film. Um, and common sense is <laughs> something that, you know, it, do we have a discussion on common sense? <laughs> you know, because it's supposed to be common sense, right? Uh, it's a term that's used all the time. And the idea behind it is generally understood. And uh, so we can certainly look at the terminology and look at it and say, okay, yeah, this is an important thing for us. But the, the fact of the matter of common sense is actually a very nuanced idea, and it's very difficult for us to define. It's kind of like defining romantic love. Um, we may know how it feels. We may know what it is, but we just have a difficult time trying to put it into words. What is romantic love? Uh, Merriam-Webster defines common sense as sound and prudent judgment based on a simple perception of the situation or facts. Cambridge Dictionary says the basic level of practical knowledge and judgment that we all need to help us live in a reasonable and safe way. Like these definitions, which emphasize the words simple or basic, most other definitions include those terms or terms such as natural or ordinary, or they may say general knowledge as opposed to specialized knowledge. These things are common sense. Uh, one particular definition that I like and find useful uh, is a definition by sociologist Duncan Watts. He says that common sense is what we rely on to navigate concrete everyday situations. Um, we use common sense in deciding that a bathing suit is not appropriate work attire, unless you, you know, are a lifeguard, right? <laughs> it's you don't wear a bathing suit to the office. Um, you also use common sense in understanding and knowing that if you are a professor of computer sciences, you don't have to teach your students how to turn on a computer. Uh, if they're taking computer science classes, they, they already know that. It's a given. And so common sense is, I don't have to explain that to them. Um, common sense certainly has its practical uses in everyday decisions. But how does it fare with complex concepts and situations? Things that are not concrete and less obvious. I think that it's best to understand the role of common sense in determining truth or to reflect on the ideas, the concepts of obviousness and rationality, because these two terms are a part of what common sense is, what is obvious and what is not, what is rational and what is not. Um, and we're going to look at this in reflection to handling God's word. Um, when we're talking about truth, uh, we need to talk about God's word, because I, as a Christian, I attest that it is good, right, and necessary to accept the Bible totally as God's word, that it is the source for eternal and objective truth about what is right, what happens to us when we die, 
where we come from about the truth about um, what is the what is the best way to live uh, what's the way to have the most fulfilling life um, these are answered in the truth of God's word but is this obvious to the general population and what sort of rationality must one have to believe these things about God's word is this a matter of common sense and if we accept God's word how does common sense then work into interpretation of the scriptures so this that's what we're going to be talking about today and so the first thing that I want to discuss is the idea of obviousness what is obvious um, because it's different for different people uh, and I think that should be um, stated in 1949, sociologist Paul Lasersfield uh, conducted an experiment about common sense in publishing an article which discussed whether soldiers from rural places and cities performed uh, better in the army. Uh, so this is something that took place, uh, interviews that took place during World War II in the time of, of World War II, and 600,000 interviews were conducted. And he reviewed the results for that. And based on the interviews, he concluded that individuals from rural backgrounds were in better spirits and they outperformed men from cities. And the readers took that information and they made conclusions. They said, well, it's obvious that they fared better because generally uh, rural individuals are more accustomed to hardships, uh, using a rifle, being outdoors, and waking up at the crack of dawn. Except that's not what the interview results actually yielded. It, it was actually turned around. City folks actually fared better in the army uh, than rural individuals. Uh, they were of higher spirits. They they did they just just generally did better. Uh, and when that was revealed to the readers, they also made conclusions. They said, "Well, it's obvious that city people." would do better because they're used to high demands. They're used to rigid corporate structure. They're used to having to cooperate with uh, large teams, working teams. Uh, and so it's, it's funny that both results, uh, if, if either is the case, well, it's just common sense that that's, that's the case. Uh, and so Lasersfield proved that coming up with the right conclusion was not as obvious as it may have seemed in this particular case. Uh, common sense is not always enough to give you an accurate answer of what is true. Um, and sometimes we base common sense after the fact, after we have seen the results versus uh, before the results are given. And so that's why a lot of people are skeptical about God's word. In the end, all are going to believe because everyone all needs, every knee will bow before Christ. Um, and so we're all going to believe in the end because the results are going to be <laughs> apparent. But until then, it's not as obvious. Um, and so let's consider further about the scriptures. Um, if I give an avid fantasy and fiction reader who has never read the Bible, if I gave them the book of Revelation, what sort of conclusions would they make from reading that? Well, to them it may seem obvious that it's just a story about 
magical creatures and symbols and beasts. And maybe if they know a little bit about the Bible or Christianity, they may suspect that those symbols are thematic in some way, or that Christians must believe in some pretty outrageous things. Uh, you know, this is from the Bible. This is what Christians believe, and it's describing all of these things. And so they may suspect that we uh, would believe all of those things literally. Um, that might be the assumption. That might be the obvious thing. Well, this is in the Bible, and this is what it says, so Christians must believe this. Um, but when a studied Christian who has been taught by a reputable and knowledgeable teacher about what the symbols all mean, understanding the seals, trumpets, bowls, and beasts becomes pretty obvious to them, right? Because they've, they've studied, they've been given the information, and they've looked at it, and they say, oh, okay, yeah, so that, that makes sense. You know, it makes sense that the beast represents Rome. It makes sense that, you know, the bowls and the trumpets and the seals are all connected. And, you know, it, it, it goes with learning and it's not obvious for all. And so the point that I want to make is that becoming a Christian is not obvious. It's not the obvious thing for people to do. Interpretation is not obvious. Um, and it would be of great benefit for all Christians to understand this, right? When, when we, you see something so clearly in the scriptures, we can't assume that others are going to immediately get it, right? That's what we want to happen. We want people, you know, we want to sit down and we want to study with somebody. We want them at the very end of that study to say, well, I want to be a Christian now. You know, how wonderful would that be? But that's not how it works. Often is the case, that's not how it works. It's also important that the conclusions that we make are carefully revisited as we grow. Right? Our ideas about Christian theology and doctrine cannot become so obvious to us that we close our minds completely to reassessing and reaffirming the faith. Right? When we do that, we are making the foolish decision of trusting in our own knowledge and traditions versus depending continually upon God's word. And that's where we need to be. We need to have this relationship with God to where we are continually going back to his word. We're continuing to study uh, and we are growing in that word uh, continually. So obviousness, everything being that, well, this is how it is and, and you're not going to change my mind on that. Right, the obviousness if we take uh, that idea or that thinking into our faith, it closes our minds and prevents us from growing. Well, this is how it is, and this is what I've always believed. So, it, you know, I don't have to go back and look at it again. I don't have to study any further. I don't need to know deeper things if I can just get the basics. Um, we're going to continue this discussion after we take a quick break, but this is just the general ideas about why it's, you know, studying the scripture, becoming a Christian, even interpreting the text, it, they're not obvious conclusions that we make. Uh, and so in this way, common sense uh, is something that is not enough. It's not enough uh, for us to be able to understand uh, what it means to uh, be saved or to know how to be saved or 
anything of, of that nature, but also to know about God and what God expects of us as Christians and anything about his church. And uh, it, it's not always the first thing that pops into our mind uh, that uh, we can conclude on and say, well, this is right. This is true. Uh, we've got to go a little bit deeper. And so we're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to jump back in and talk about rationality. And because that's a part of common sense and see if rationality um, has a play in discovering the truth as well. Guys, I want to thank you so much for watching or listening today. Uh, we want to ask you to uh, please like, subscribe, and comment uh, on our social media, uh, wherever you're seeing this. Leave a review if you're finding this uh, as a podcast and not as a video. Uh, or just review our page. Uh, you know, that's good stuff for um, us being able to get the message out there a little bit more. Uh, we want to invite you to check out the Ministry League. Uh, the Ministry League Network is a part. Um, we are a part of the Ministry League Network, uh, rather. And uh, that network is a bunch of different influencers and podcasters and uh, lots of different topics, a lot of different uh, materials are there in the Ministry League app, uh, other podcasts like this, um, and much more resources. If you download the Ministry League app, it's free. Uh, you can create a free account on there and get some customization and stuff. And it's pretty cool. Uh, also want to remind you to check out the Bearing Up Shop. Uh, you can support this work in that way uh, by um, checking those things out. And there's a lot of different cool things there purchase to support this work. With all that said, let's jump back into our discussion. All right, so aside from the simple, basic, and general knowledge, this is a part of the idea of common sense, the obviousness, you could say, is the idea of sound, prudent, and rational judgment. These are also in the, those definitions, right? Rationality has to do with the quality of being reasonable and operating with appropriate logic. And this relates to common sense in a very particularly common way. You know, it's, it's common sense that it is the proper thing to do when you see a pregnant woman to give her your seat on the bus rather than make her stand. Right? This is the reasonable thing to do since she is carrying another person inside of her and because it's generally common knowledge that pregnancy is strenuous on the body and sitting would offer a bit more relief than standing on a long bus ride right it's not just polite it's common sense right, another example is waiting for people to exit an elevator before entering again this is not just the polite thing to do but logically, it makes more sense if you let others exit first, unless you want to just bump into people as they're trying to get past you while you're trying to go in. It just makes sense to let them go out first before you go into the elevator. It's common sense, right? And then common sense and rationality uh, can be used for wrong, too. Uh, if you wanted to rob a bank, uh, common sense tells you to cover your face. Uh, your rationale with that is that it will prevent people from identifying you later. If you come in, wear a mask, and then you take off the mask later, they're not able to recognize you. Uh, so we understand that 
uh, a part of the definition of common sense is that uh, there's rationale, there's logic, there's reason behind why you're doing what you're doing. And so with the scriptures, um, common sense and rationale, if you want to talk about it in that way, are incredibly important when interpreting a passage. Um, common sense is helpful in this way. I know that the obviousness part that we talked about before, that that has to be determined. But the idea of using reason is important and is necessary for studying God's Word. Um, hopefully we understand that taking one verse out of context is inappropriate if we want to understand the whole story, right? You shouldn't do this with Tolkien or Lewis. Um, that's common sense, right? If you want to know the story of the Lord of the Rings, you don't turn to one passage, one verse, or not verse, but one sentence, rather, in the Fellowship of the Ring and understand what the whole story is all about. Uh, and so you shouldn't do that with the Bible either. And for most people, that is common sense, right? However, common sense escapes us when we proof text verses into an argument without considering the context of those passages. That is irrational if we want our arguments to be sound or if we want to determine if our arguments are even true or not. You might have a text and you may say, well, this is what it it says, and then someone says, well, what about the verse before it? And you're kind of lost. You don't really know uh, what's going on there because you haven't studied, right? It, that's, it doesn't make sense. That's not common sense to just pull something out and say, well, this is what I believe uh, without considering the rest of the, the passage, the rest of the context. Um, you know, an example is that it is irrational. Uh, to suspect that eating locusts and honey is the most holy diet uh, that someone can can have since Jesus said that John was the greatest man born to women, Matthew 11 and verse 11, and that he ate locusts and honey, Matthew chapter 3 and verse 4. You could take those passages and say, well, hey, look at this, you know, um, but arriving at such a conclusion would not come from, it's not common sense to make that conclusion. Uh, it is not something that comes from sincere logical analysis because uh, if we study God's word, we can see that there are other things, right? It doesn't say that that was the thing that made him a great man. Um, the scriptures do talk about why he was great, um, but the rest of scriptures also talk about what else makes a person great. You know, Jesus talks about being the least. If you want to be the least, you'll be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Um, and so sincere logical analysis uh, doesn't arrive at such conclusions. And logical analysis itself is a concept that does not wholly fit into common sense because logical conclusions aren't always apparent. You know, it's they're not always easy to see. It's not just the, the general knowledge. There's a little bit deeper knowledge that you have to develop as you grow. Reason is important, um, and reason isn't always, again, it's not always apparent. You know, I look at a passage, and I might be confused with what it's trying to teach me, and so I have to study a little bit more. If I want to know what it means, I've got to study a little bit more, right? Um, so reason is important. In fact, reasoning with others 
in the scriptures is one of the most common things that we see Paul doing, right? In in the book of Acts, he it says that he went to the synagogue. He would go to the synagogue and he would reason with the people. Um, so while common sense is important, understanding things like the whole letter of Philippians was written in prison and not just the verses uh, where it mentions that, right? That's that's common sense. More study, more thorough study is important. Uh, for instance, uh, it is not common sense to believe that if someone wants to be saved, that they must confess Jesus as Lord, repent of their sins, and be baptized into Christ. Right? That is a logical and reasonable uh, thing to believe with an open study of the conversions of Acts. You should get that conclusion that if somebody wants to be saved, they have to do those things. They believe in Christ. They confess Him as Lord. They repent of their sins. Uh, they are baptized into Christ. Um, but if you're studying through the book of Acts, it may not be apparent at first glance. And it also may not be apparent if you don't have that question in your mind. What do I need to do to be saved? If we're reading it like a story, we may not even think to look and say, oh, well, that's what it's trying to teach me here. It also may be harder to determine if you already have a bias towards specific doctrines before you perform such a study. You may even reason away such a belief if you're inclined to keep a doctrine that you have held in the past, right? Um, so reason is more difficult. It is, it's, it's something that is beyond common sense. So common sense is important, but it, there's rationality goes beyond just the simple and the general. And so what does all of this mean? You know, what is this, what's common sense, obviousness, and rationality have to do with with really, if there's some applicable points that we can make here at the end, um, what should we understand from all of this discussion uh, so that we can make good, reasonable uh, decisions in regards to teaching others about God and ourselves coming to conclusions about the truth in accordance to God's word. Well, number one is common sense is beneficial because it prevents us from making silly and erroneous mistakes, right? So there is value in common sense when it comes to studying God's word. Just because Matthew through John are people's names doesn't mean Acts is a name that you're supposed to be looking for in the Bible. Common sense tells us that it's likely not that simple since that we, we know that the English word acts means actions. Uh, when Jesus says, no one can come to the Father except through me, John chapter 14 and verse 6, an assumption based on common sense suggests that no one means that there's not any exceptions, that Jesus wants us to believe that he is the only way to the Father, right? It would be very erroneous to say, well, you know, I don't think he's really saying that when he says explicitly, no one comes to the Father except through me. So common sense helps us with that interpretation in that passage. Now, number two, uh, Christians should understand that obviousness is relative, 
for one person, the decision to become a Christian is simple. They believe God's word and they want to be saved. But to others, it's not an obvious decision. If we want to effectively share the truth of God's word with others, we have to realize that others may not see God's word like we do. They may see it as a work of man, and therefore uh, they assume, I mean, it's, it's wrong for us to assume that they actually do believe and are just lying about believing. That's not a proper assumption to make, right? If, if they see it and they say, well, it's just a work of man, we should kind of understand what they mean by that rather than assume um, that they're, they're just fabricating that so that they don't have to be accountable to God's word. We have to use reason to evangelize. It's not going to be obvious to everybody. Uh, it's not going to be obvious to those that are grounded in false doctrines that what you're saying is true. And so those arguments have to be developed uh, and we have to do we have to present uh, the truth with understanding that not everybody's going to get it right away. And we need to try to be understanding of what they're saying and what their views are so that we can uh, tackle those things so that we can work through them and that we can have reasonable discussion. Right. And so number three, and finally, reasoning about God's word requires openness and thorough analysis. The Bible is incredibly complex. Right. Doctrine about anything is not something that is so concrete uh, that there's the unmistakable conclusion that is to be made concerning it, right? We, you know, getting out of bed is a conclusion that we make if we want to do something with our day. It's common sense. If I want to, uh, if I want to smell good, I have to take a shower. That's common sense. But God's word is a lot more complex than that. It's likely that no one will ever understand every verse with complete knowledge in a way that can never be refuted and is perfectly understood. That being said, a student of God's word should always be a student to be open and analyze the word of God continually, to not be trapped by obviousness but to be open, to be humble um, before God's word. No one will ever become a Christian that you're speaking to unless they humbly accept that what they are hearing, what they are seeing in the text uh, is true, and their worldview has to change uh, in order to adopt Christianity if you're not a Christian. Um, what may seem like the easy or common sense way of handling something in life also may be different from how God wants us to handle it. That's why thorough analysis, that's why being open to God's word is important. Because it's not common sense to bless your enemies. It's not, it's not the thing that comes to mind and says, well, obviously, obviously I need to be nice to the people that are mean to me. That's, that's not a conclusion that a lot of people make. Um, and yet, that's what God wants us to do. We've got to be open to his word. Uh, now, I understand that this discussion 
there's so much more that could be said about this. Uh, you could really dive into this and make this kind of a series, I think, uh, to, to talk about rationality and logic and obviousness and conclusions that are made and assumptions that are made by people. Um, but I hope that this has been encouraging. Of course, it may seem discouraging in, in some ways, um, you know, that everything is not always apparent and that it may be difficult for us to reach others with the gospel and and that, you know, there should be a level of not skepticism, but there should be a level of while I have assurance of salvation, I should continually look at my faith and see if and see if I'm really um, in tune with the truth of God's word. Right. And so uh, I hope that we're encouraged to study more. Um, I hope we're encouraged to um, to look at things in a new light, perhaps um, to use common sense when we need to, but understand that it's not common sense for everybody uh, and to understand when we need something more than just common sense. We need some some real uh reasoning uh, and study and analysis going on before we make a conclusion. Um, it's very easy to make conclusions uh, on the spot about how to live and what to do and what to believe, um, but we've got to do more than that. We've got to do more than make swift conclusions. Um, we need to be right when it, it has to do with God's Word. Not for the sake of being right, but that uh, we would align ourselves with God's word rather than align ourselves with our own feelings and our own uh, ideas. Uh, we need to do things God's way and not our own way. Uh, and so I'm, I thank you for, for listening, tuning into this episode. Please don't go away. Uh, we're going to have a prayer and a servant spotlight to close. Uh, but I hope that this has been a, a good discussion today. God, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to consider uh, your word in this way, um, to consider Christianity and rationality and reason. Uh, pray, dear Lord, that you'll help us to, to be um, thoughtful uh, students of your word, uh, that we don't just take everything um, very simply and unanalytically, but that we would really consider and that we really grow in faith and that we would really uh, strive to, to know your word and grow in the knowledge of your truth. Uh, we thank you so much for Jesus and his sacrifice for us, the blessings that we can find in him. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Uh, the Servant Spotlight uh, this week goes to Jake Sutton and the Brethren at Piedmont Road Church of Christ. Now, I know that I have had jake as the servant spotlight before uh, but i have noticed this month that they have already had three baptisms um, and i've been just so excited not just there but i've been seeing baptisms happen um, pretty consistently <laughs> uh, over the last several weeks uh, from all over the place there's just been a, a big surge uh, and that's been really wonderful to see um, but just the fact that um, in the last couple weeks, there have been uh, three 
that I'm aware of uh, that have been baptized in that congregation. Um, you can tell that there are servants there. I know that, that Jake is working hard, but I know that there are others in that congregation that are working hard to bring others to the gospel. And, and really, that's what it's all about, right? It's, it's about bringing others um, to Jesus. And uh, as we do bring people to Christ, uh, our obligation and our responsibility is to encourage them uh, to remain in Christ, to uh, excel in faith and grow in faith and uh, seek to please Christ. And so uh, that is, that's where the journey of being a Christian begins, is by being baptized into Christ, uh, being forgiven of your sins initially in the blood of Jesus. Um, and so I'm thankful for him and for the brethren there uh, and as well as again many other places I've been seeing this too I just have seen um, you know more recently uh, there and with you know three individuals uh, just over the last couple weeks um, so very encouraging to see that um, I want to encourage you if you are a preacher or you are just a member of the church to uh, to, to keep on to keep on preaching the gospel, keep on preaching the word of God, um, and and help bring the truth to light in the lives of others, uh, so that they might be saved, so they may share uh, what we have in Jesus. And so, thank you so much for watching or listening today. Uh, I hope that again this has been a beneficial discussion uh, for us, and uh, have a good one.